Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Good evening, AfterBuzzers. We are here at the AfterBuzz TV studios discussing everything American horror story. I am your host for the evening, David Scifalitti. My normal panel is not here tonight. I'm really sad about it. But thanks. No problem. Um, <laughs> but I am. <laughs> I am joined by Pega Red. Hi everyone. And Julia Charsky for the first time. Hello. Welcome. Now you are a fan of the show. I'm so excited. To and be here. you have been watching. Oh yeah. So before we get into it, we are doing uh, season four, episode nine, titled Tupperware Party Massacre. Um, Talk to me, Julie. How have you liked the season so far? I really like this season. Um, I like the fact that, well, I liked in the beginning how they were incorporating like the music aspect, mm-hmm. which, which we sort of missed. Yes, I mean they've kind of like it's dwindled towards the end. That's <laughs> what I loved about Coven was that they incorporated music that people loved, and I feel like it really gets people into the show. So that's one thing I like about it. Also, I'm a makeup artist, so I obviously love all the makeup because it's amazing, amazing on the show. They kill it, and it's really dark and twisted. Like Dandy's super dark and twisted. Probably the scariest uh. character. Ever. Best character ever. Mm-hmm. So good. I want to talk about Either. him right off the bat because the episode is sort of titled after what happens or centered around his character tonight. Mm-hmm. So Dandy is sort of, I want to say, flying off the handle. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's appropriate? Yeah. Right? I, I mean, he's. I feel like he's reaching a whole new level of of feeling uh, invincible mm-hmm. and godly. I mean, he says it so many times throughout this episode, I am God. And it's like, God! It's like, that's scary. terrifying. Like, when somebody thinks that they are God and nothing can get in their way. Well, I feel like it's what? sort of, he, well, he goes to Esmeralda and he's having his, like, fortune told or mm-hmm. she's looking into his future and looking into the crystal ball and she sort of tells him that... His future is clear, mm-hmm. but there is a shadow looming from the past, but he's going to get past it. And I feel like that's sort of what sent him over the edge into this, I'm a god 
like person. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, she totally like perpetuated his craziness. I feel obviously unknowingly, mm-hmm. but I feel like any little piece of like positivity or positive reinforcement that he gets just like makes him go completely insane. I feel like he's sort of a play on like privilege in America and mm. just how like power can like totally get to somebody's head. Like he has all this money. He's been never told no like his whole life and now he's a murderer. So it's terrifying. <laughs> and I also feel like he needs to be in control. And mm-hmm. so for her to be looking in this crystal ball and foreshadowing what's going to happen, he's like, oh, heck no. Like I'm going to take control. And I'm going to kill all these people and do what I want. Yeah. Mm. Like he's not going to give up that godly power that he thinks he has. Right. Very interesting way that you guys look at that. I like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. My eyes really itchy. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Get it out. Get it all. Yeah. <laughs> in my eye. Um, but he sort of he goes to the the ladies Tupperware party house. I don't know what to call that. Whatever. Finger yeah. banging party. I mean, it's sort of. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of exactly party. what it is. I mean, do you think <laughs> that he followed Jimmy there? I mean, because how is he to know like these women are doing this at this house, or is it just sort of a happy accident that he yeah. stumbles he upon? Him. I think he followed him because he said he's like, I'm going to destroy everything. So I right. think that he framed him on purpose. He was that for revenge. Oh, yeah. Dandy's a smart one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, nice. I sort of don't give him that much credit for being sort of this evil mastermind. Yeah, because he's so boyish. Yeah. Right? Like, in the beginning, it's like, if you're happy and, you know, and he's singing these, like, boyish songs and making puppets. He's terrifying. So, yeah, he's, he's so terrifying. <laughs> but, but in the best way. And that's something that we forgot to talk about, um, is that we were completely wrong with our predictions last week. The ladies were not here, but we predicted that it was going to be one of the twins' heads on that body, on his mother's body, but it turned out to be the Avon lady's yeah. head yeah, that he that created. Was very random. Was Avon very lady who he doesn't know her name. No, but he <laughs> created his own like bet and dot to play with and mm. sort of turned them into like this giant human marionette, which is was yeah. terrifyingly amazing. And being yeah. God and creating, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like all these childlike aspects that are just taken to like a super dark place in the show. Mm-hmm. But I feel like every season has touched upon like people's different fears. Like the first season was a haunted house. Mm-hmm. The second season was an insane asylum plus aliens, which was a little bit off the handle, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. The third season was witchcraft. And it's like now I feel like they're tapping into like people who are afraid of like clowns and childlike weird shit. Well, do you think that because of the way that this season has been set up and the way that they're telling the story that the producers of the show are sort of setting us up for American Crime Story, which is the new show that oh. Ryan and Brad are going to be doing next... Maybe. I'm going to say spring, summer. Or- well, he also... Ryan Murphy did say that um, in an article recently that all of the shows tie in together. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see how that's going to play out. Maybe we'll see on that new show that they're doing. Maybe. We have news and gossip on that later. We do have news and gossip on that later. <laughs> um, but moving on, Dandy goes to the Tupperware party and he kills all the women there and he brings mm-hmm. the blood home and this is sort of in like... In the Tupperware. Yes, in the Tupperware. <laughs> I mean, how else are you going to get it home? Yeah. Um, and he has sort of figured out that he loves bathing in blood and he feels that it's been giving him power and that this is the source of his power. 
Yeah, because when Regina comes in, he's like, I found a, a newly, I don't know. He, he just likes, he just discovered that he likes bathing in the blood. He loves it. Um, yeah. And I loved how, like, when Regina walked in, he was so like, I, I killed your mom. And I killed my mom. And, like, what are you going to do about it? Like, I am the law. No, what did he say? I'm beyond the law. I'm a god. I'm, mm-hmm. yeah. He did say that he was the law. Right. Um, And I sort of found it so fascinating that... He wanted Regina to join him in the tub because he wanted to share this experience with her. And he tells her that she's the only person in the house that's worth a damn saving and that he doesn't want to kill her. I feel like he... I feel like later on, maybe the fact that he killed his mom is going to, like, hit him. Mm -hmm. Because just the fact that he was, like, embracing Regina and, like, trying to get her... To share, to share that experience with him, I feel like just shows, like, a deep, like, loneliness that's sort of, like, coming out in him. Well, do you think that he cared for his mother in that way? I don't think that he necessarily cared for his mom in that way, but I think that he misses having somebody to, like, brag about his stuff to. Mm-hmm. Or talk about it or, like, express himself. Because he's, like, he's enjoying all this, but it's very internal. It is all internal, but I feel like... When he discussed it with his mother, she was always afraid Mm -hmm. of what he was going to do next. And he didn't trust his mother Mm -hmm. necessarily in that way to be able to share his deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. And I sort of feel like he looks to Regina because they grew up together and because they shared like a sort of life experiences early on that this might have been someone that would accept him. That would have accepted him. Yeah. Yeah, but she, he finds her a bore. He so does he find her boring. He turns out to be just a bore. And get then... Get out of here. <laughs> like, what? Like, he doesn't even kill her. He's just like, get out. Like, I'm not, you're so not even worth my... He's the sassiest murderer ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's so great. He really is. But he's sort of later on in the episode when, the, when she brings the cops back to him... Um, like you said, Peggy, he she's not even worth his time. Yeah. And so he has the cop kill her. Yeah. That was crazy. That was shocking. I mean, that just, like, threw me for a loop. Like, that was one of those moments where you're like, what? Yeah. Now I'm terrified of what the cop's going to do. Well, because... I mean, we've sort of seen it throughout the entire season so well, far. Yeah. I mean, this cop is not trustworthy. Right. First with Meep. Mm-hmm. And now this. Oh, Meep, stop. my heart is still broken about Meep. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's the the epitome of a corrupt cop mm-hmm. because he accepts a million dollars, which is a lot Not of money even now. Not that much. No, it's a lot of money now, <laughs> but in the then. 1950s is even more That's money. True. Cash. Cash. Like, Tax-free Tax-free cash. That's true. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even give it a split-second thought. Not a thought. Not, not it thought. was like, nope. waited to him, and then boom. Immediate. Yeah. That's what was crazy, like the lack of hesitation. You're just like, whoa, like how sick and twisted is this guy? Well, you know, it's a lot of money, and I feel like there's a lot of people that would do almost anything Yeah. for money. Yeah. And, I mean, what would it take... How much would it take for you to want to do something like that? Not any any amount of money in the world. None. I mean, I'm I'm a good girl, but 
I'm sure some people out there would consider a million dollars. I don't know. I mean, I could sit here right now and say, like, never in a million years. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you just never know with what circumstances you're in. Right? It's that's like, what I'm And saying. that's what's scary is that, like... The show really taps into like the deepest, like darkest parts of people's psyche mm-hmm. and like why they do what they do. And it sort of makes you like look at yourself and like you ask yourself questions like that, like, would I kill somebody for a million dollars? It's crazy. It is crazy because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd do it for a million. Definitely not a million. But. How much, Dave? Well, I. <laughs> <laughs> Name your price. I don't know. <laughs> I would have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like put in that situation, put in that cop situation, in that moment, I might hesitate. Yeah. Yeah. Might. Might. Maybe. I maybe we'll hesitate. Depending. But depending. I don't but know. I, I don't feel see bad myself. after I kill a bug, so I probably would be a huge baby and not be able to go through with it. <laughs> I don't know that I would ever find myself in that situation. Well, yeah, I so hope not. Hopefully, keep my fingers crossed that I won't have to ever come across that. No one's hiring you as a hitman. You're yeah, good. You're- <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Although, you know. You never 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 know. Um, and things that I was surprised about and never thought would ever happen is Jimmy sort of losing everything and finding solace in Ima. Oh my gosh, that was a shocker. Like when he was feeding her chocolate pudding. Well, I mean, it's sort of, I feel like the episode in that part was a continuation of where we left off last week Mm -hmm. because Elsa was still wearing the same outfit. Right. So I feel like that was part of like the same day. And we saw last week Jimmy like nestling himself in her bosom. For me, what kind of creeps me out about the whole thing, though, is mm-hmm. that Elsa, when she had, like, suggested that Jimmy, like, sort of find comfort in Ima, mm-hmm. she almost, like, she compared, if I remember, she compared Ima to, like, his mother. Yes, she did. And now he's banging her, and I feel like that's really gross. Like, it made my skin crawl, because I'm like, this seed was planted in your head with, like, your mother in mind, and now you're, you're banging her. her. <laughs> That's a love. I didn't connect those dots. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> that was like the first thing I thought. I was like, damn, that's gross. <laughs> that is kind of gross. And I didn't... Thank you for connecting those dots for me. Because I didn't find that... I didn't find the fact that he was finding comfort in her that gross. It's like, you know, whatever. No, only the think, mother but thing. But only the mother thing. And I mean, that... Wow. <laughs> you just blew my mind. <laughs> Because, I mean, we we do see him and we know that he's grieving and he is, he's lost everything in yeah. his mind. I mean, he's lost his mother. He lost um, Mon Petit. Yeah. He lost Maggie. He lost Meep. He lost Meep. I feel like he's like Britney Spears' 2007 stress level right <laughs> oh now. He's about to shave his head. Like, yeah. he's a second away from yeah. just shaving it. I feel like he's past that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, you know, now he's drunk all the time. And I feel like that's Dell's fault, because he was the one that kind of introduced him to liquor mm-hmm. at the bar, and now that's all, all he just does. sucks. Although I am starting to find myself feel a little bit bad for Dell now. A little, like, teeny, he was teeny. slightly humanized this week. Yeah. Um, in the respect that he is also sort of 
in this terrible state and mm-hmm. he's trying to like find his place in society and he's mm-hmm. finally starting to see himself as a freak because unbeknownst yeah. to me I don't know about how you guys felt but he, as the strong man I thought he was associated he lived in a freak show and I thought he saw himself as a freak but I guess not yeah yeah, and just until recently, he saw himself as a freak and couldn't take it. But not because of his strength. It was because he's gay, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which that guy... The, Stanley. He is so gross. And that scene where he pulled his penis out, <sighs> I wanted to heave my dinner. Well... <laughs> Del, because it was it horrifying. Was, I think it was a flashback where Dell and Stanley are talking... And Stanley, I guess, is walking... Uh, Dell is walking somewhere, and Stanley finds him and is like, you can't... What do you think you're doing? You need to go find Andrew. Andrew's not coming back. Andy. I wish Andy, Andy was coming back. I wish his too. fine ass. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants my bummer to well, come yeah, back. Well, yeah, he's delicious. <laughs> he's delicious. You know, we love him. Um, But Stanley sort of whips out his penis, and... Del's like, you're a freak. Mm -hmm. And he was so shocked by it. He was so shocked by it. And we still, as the audience, have not seen it. I don't know if we ever will. I kind of don't want to. I think I don't think they can because it's on FX. Yeah, it's FX. (laughs) Can't they show us like from behind or like a shadow or something? Because I want to see why. I know in my curious mind too. I'm like, what are you packing down there? Like, what's the situation? How big is it that people are looking at it and are like? Whoa. Whoa. Because people love a big D. So for it to be like scaring people away, it's going to be some serious like (laughs) inches on it. It has to like come down to his knees. Like it it must. And then he says you should see it when it's angry. Ew, that was so gross. (laughs) But wait, do you guys think that Del did sleep with him? Because that was the one thing that I was a little bit iffy about because it sort of just like Ended and then it flashed to him like wanting to kill himself. Right. So I'm like, does that mean that he didn't do it? Because to me, it said that he did it. And, to like, me, it said so that he did it also. About it, that he like was like, I'm done with my life. Yeah, I know. I I'm assuming that he did something. Yeah, yeah. With the angry penis. With the very angry penis. <laughs> Which I can only imagine is so frightening <laughs> when it's angry. <laughs> oh, man. <Because laughs> of Del's reaction to wanting to kill himself. I know. Yes. Seriously, imagine, like, your dick makes someone want to kill themselves. Like, someone experiences your dick and is like, I'm going to hang myself. Like, Have a nice it. life, I've everyone. had a good life. Yeah. I've experienced <laughs> enough. I'm ready to end it all. Because he was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And first he writes his letter to Desiree, which is his ex-lover. And then he writes it to Jimmy. And then he's like, no, I'm going to write it to my son. Yeah. I mean, which is the same person. Very dramatic. Very dramatic Hops moment. out Jimmy. I would have loved to have read that letter. I know. I don't like that they just sort of like breeze through it mm-hmm. super quick. And then he's sort of plagued by Mon Petit who's mm-hmm. screaming at him, sign it. I love her. Yeah. I miss her. I miss her too. And then Ethel, Ethel telling him that he was never 
a strong man. And yes, we may have been freaks on the inside, but you are a freak on the inside. Mm-hmm. And it's time for you just to end it. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm not here to stop you. I'm here to watch. Right. Like straight up, do it. Like, let's go. Ethel as a ghost is like spilling the truth tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, she's reading Jimmy. everyone. She is well, reading everybody. At the Tupperware party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're just like your dad. You're a drunk. Like, that was so sad. Like, you're let down. I yeah. Know. And then he's like crying in this like waspy lady's lap. And she's <laughs> yeah. just like, whoa, dude. Well, I mean, everyone I feel like is sort of burdened by her death and it is taking it a lot harder than they took Mon Petit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes, Mon Petit was a big loss to everybody, but I feel like Ethel was sort of the glue. A hundred percent. She cooked for everybody. She looked after everybody. She put everyone in their place. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was what Elsa sh- should pretends be. to be and should yes. be. Well, we need to talk about Elsa because Elsa is just like, I don't know what's going on with her. I feel like she, at the beginning of the season, felt very in control of we everything. We have a caller mm-hmm. on the line, guys. We do. We do. All right. Let's put Hello. them through. Hello, Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Corey. I'm oh, Julie no. Hi, Corey. Hi, Corey. Hi, Julie. Julie seems What'd you say? I'm still waiting on that child support check. Clear, boo-boo. You're so stupid. <laughs> what did you think of the show? I uh, Do you guys like this show? I'm over the season. I'm not going to lie. At this point, I only fast forward to the part that uh, the iconic Queen Pepper is featured in. <laughs> and then I just pray that she, like, utters out a word or two so I can, like, get my daily fix. And then I'm just over it. I think this show jumped the shark. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that is no? sort of... I, I mean, I, I'm in agreement with you. I mean, this season has sort of... I mean, I feel like lost a lot of its viewership mm-hmm. compared to last season. Um, but, you know, it's a different story, so I'm entertained in a different way. I think the idea for it... The idea got me really excited, like the the whole concept they were going for, but I just don't think it was really executed as ingeniously as it could have been. And now with, like, all the main characters basically done, like, this being their last season, I think that it's just going to go downhill from here. It's possible. It is very possible. I feel like it has been a little bit, like, redundant. It's almost like I'm watching it and I'm entertained, but I'm, like, waiting for something to happen. Like, even when people die at this point, I'm, like, not very surprised. Yeah. I'm like, okay, where's the big bombshell going to come in where it's, like, this is the reason why? Or, like, this is the... You know, like Pandora's box, like this explains everything and ties everything together. Because I feel like it's yeah. just been a very like linear plot so far. Well, have you been watching um, since the beginning? Have I been? Since yeah. Season one, yeah. Since season one. Okay, so do you feel that um, this is more comparable to season two as opposed to season one and season three, where season one and three focused on one main storyline as opposed to season two and season four where they've sort of had a main storyline but jumped around between other ideas like season two had the aliens this yeah, season I didn't had like, like season two twisty mm-hmm. yeah yeah I yeah can I agree with uh, with what Julie said too that I mean when someone is killed off at this point it's not even like Except for when, um, God, what's her name? Got killed off, don't even... Mapachi, um, I know how sad you are about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, don't even get me started. But I wasn't... It was, it's an unpopular opinion, but I wasn't even a huge fan of season three. I know everybody kind of was, but 
I think <gasps> one was amazing, and then two, I was only there for Pepper, and then three, <laughs> I just couldn't, and now this season, I'm done. Well, this is sort of Actually, Pepper's pre-story. I know, and next week it's supposed to be all about Pepper, so you best believe I'm canceling all plans. All <laughs> and planting uh, my damn ass on that couch. That's great. But, Absolutely. I'm not going to lie, I didn't even really watch tonight's episode. Was she in it at all? Did she have any iconic one-liners? No. No, she didn't have any appearances. Oh. She was standing at the end when Jimmy was being taken away. Oh, yeah. But not... No but in the preview, there was a lot of pepper happening. Yes, so there was. You can stay tuned for that. And well, picking up, picking up on what you said about the viewership. Actually, isn't this actually like the highest rated season? I thought. Did you say the viewership was down this season? I thought I heard that this was the highest rated season of all four. <sighs> I may be wrong about that. I mean, it might be the highest viewership. I was just, I was under the assumption that season three did better. Um, of getting into the headlines and like people wanting to watch it and being yeah. more excited for it as opposed to this one where people have tuned in because of their curiosity from season three but people haven't really stuck around it hasn't for sucked it. them in yeah 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 the premiere is was the highest rated episode out of all four seasons but I don't yeah know. I didn't follow up and see how like if the ratings could have gone down but mm. as okay, I just wanted to call in and say hi Julie do your damn thing bitch <laughs> love you love you Bye. Thank you. That was great. That was our first caller this season. Yay. How exciting. What the hell were we Corey talking about? Corey always loves to call in with some very sassy and iconic <laughs> commentary. Well, thank you, Corey. <laughs> I greatly appreciate it. Um, what were we talking about before um, he even called in? I don't even Stanley, know. Stanley, but I think we're over that. Um, we are over Stanley Elsa, and his large we're talking dog. about Elsa. Oh, yeah. Elsa. It's just like totally like lost at this point because mm-hmm. in the beginning she was so in control of everything. She was. She was on like a power trip. And now it's like, I feel like she's just this like shell of a human being. Like she's just like, I don't even know what the hell is going well, on. Well, I sort of feel like Elsa goes back and forth between... And she struggles within herself of whether she's going to be a good person or whether she wants to advance her career. Yes. Yeah. And this is sort of like, it's been a complete struggle for her since day one Mm -hmm. as to what needs to happen. Is she willing to do whatever it needs to take to become a star again? Yeah. Yeah. I think she's just still waiting for her big break. She'll turn to Stanley for it. She'll... And Stanley tonight, as we saw, is feeding her a line of shit. Yeah. About how he's got Dr. Sugar and he's going to have the girls separated and they're going to lead their lives. And I'm so upset that Elsa, for being as smart and cunning as she is herself, Mm -hmm. that she's falling for this. I know, it's surprising. Like, you know better than that. It is surprising for her to sit there and listen to Stanley say that, yes, they can be separated and they can live their lives as one-limbed ladies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I honestly, what I kind of think... Just from watching Elsa over the season, like, she has this weird, like, love-hatred with people, Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want the spotlight to be taken away from her, so I feel like she feels, she probably knows that they're gonna die, Mm -hmm. but I feel like she feels like if she just, like, eats up his bullshit and, like, pretends like she kind of believes it, then it's like, she's not the bad guy. So she can Mm. walk away from the situation and be like, oh, for once, I'm not the Conscience clear. Yeah. That makes sense. That does make sense. And I mean, it is sort of sad that she's playing dumb as you want to have it to move on with her life. 
Well, she's kind of a selfish bitch. She is. I feel like Jessica Lange, though, I'm getting sick of her playing. She's amazing. Like, I live for Jessica Lange, but I feel like she plays variations of the same character every season. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, it's like this strong, powerful woman who has, who's like evil, but has this like inner turmoil about her morality and whatever. It's like, okay, can we just put Jessica Lange in like a totally different role and really let her show her chops because we've seen the same character every season with a different outfit on. Yeah. yeah like in Asylum we saw her, you know, in that weakened, vulnerable character. So mm-hmm. maybe something like that to bring her back is yeah. like powerless. We want to see something different. Yeah. I mean that has been sort of a, a complaint going around that I hear people saying that they're sick of seeing Jessica Lang play the same type of character, this woman. because well, she's so talented. She's and you insanely know that talented. she could do something like completely out of the box and nail it. I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens next season because we, we do will. know that she is coming back for next season. Well, die. Well, duh. But I think she has said that next season is going to be her last. Um, but, you know, as far as Elsa goes, I'm concerned for her safety. I'm getting that vibe, too, as well. I don't know why, but I just I feel like... Stanley isn't and going to end up getting what he wants. Even though we see him, he's hired another escort. Yeah. Um, Dr. Sugar. Dumb as raw. You couldn't have picked a better person to play it off. (laughs) Maybe this is his go-to in Jupiter. (laughs) He doesn't have the money that Dandy does to pay them. That's true. It's like, here's whatever I can give you. Here's the $20 that I got. Yeah. Um, To play Dr. Sugar, and he's sort of... You know, he's going to find, he's going to go back to this shack where Bet and Dot were put, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be there. Yeah. Because as we saw them by themselves talking about it, and... Oh, I, cr- I cried. It was a I very a tear tender moment. They're so cute. They are really cute. I did not cry. I didn't either. <laughs> we're cold, heartless bitches. Cold, heartless <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just not affected by <laughs> people like that. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, where it was Dot who realizes that no matter what the doctor says, and no matter what anyone says, that there's no way that they can live separately. Yeah. And it was a very tender moment where she tells her sister that she wants to give up her life for her. Mm-hmm. Bet does, right? Dot tells Bet. Oh. I got confused too for a second. <laughs> no, no. Bet wants to give her life to Dot so that, so that she can have one. And that's Remember, why they Bet end the up blonde. sleeping with Jimmy. The blonde one. The dumber one. Yeah. Bet's blonde? Bet is blonde. I get so confused with them. <laughs> well, it's literally the same person. So. It is yeah. the same person. <laughs> it's easy to get it. And they changed one of their hairs <laughs> to try and make it easier for us, and it did not make it easier for no. me. I, I don't know why. Bet the blonde. Bet the blonde. Oh, there you go. That's there you perfect. Go. Yeah. Some alliteration for you. Um, yeah. yeah. But them trying to sleep with Jimmy... That was a sad moment. It was a sad moment. But, you know, despite Jimmy's inebriated state, he does the right thing. Yeah, Yeah, he does. He doesn't go for it. I mean, earlier on on when we saw him pounding (laughs) Ima and he says, damn, I almost had a nut. Which was, I did not expect that to come out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, And Maggie sort of rips Ima a new one. It's like, you could be a 
donut. You could I be a no, I love that. Case. I loved that comparison. You could be a sock. Like a yeah. You could be, you could just be a hole. I mean, yeah. he doesn't care. But I mean, it put in this situation where he does care for these two women. Well, clearly, because she's right. When men are sad, they will literally slide their dick in anything. But the fact that he didn't show that there is a respect level there, yeah. which I appreciate. I appreciate, too. And he says that he's in love with someone else. So hopefully we're going to see the softer side of Jimmy. Yeah. And hopefully he's going to get his shit together. Yeah, he I will. Hope so too. He needs to lay off. That. Well, let's hope so. I mean, we don't have that many. Well, he episodes can't drink left. in jail, so. Oh um. right, he got arrested. <laughs> see, sometimes I forget what happens. Yeah, I know because it's, it's just so much. So much happens. Happen. Yeah. yeah. And then they throw us at the end of the episode him getting arrested for Dandy's murders, which I did not see coming. You saw coming. I you sure saw did. Coming. I did not, which is. Surprising. Well, I knew it when they, as soon as he found all the women in the pool, I was like, oh, Jimmy's totally getting blamed for this. Because it was right after Dandy's little speech where he was like, I'm going to ruin your life. I'm Mm going to take away everything you love and I'm going to destroy you. So I was like, Mm -hmm. there's no way that Dandy, because Dandy knows that Jimmy doesn't care about these people. So him just murdering them for fun doesn't really like uh, coincide with his agenda. But him framing it on him absolutely does. Because once... Jimmy is out of the picture, then it gives Dandy more control to go on the freak show and do whatever he wants. Because right now, Jimmy is sort of like, you know... Head honcho. Mm-hmm. Mm. So much is happening. Gosh. It's crazy. It is crazy. I, I'm so terrified of, like, Dandy and the cop working together. Yeah. I mean, A lot they of can bad things do can happen. anything now. They can do anything. Dandy already thought he could do anything, but then now he has the cop backing him up and protecting him and framing other people. Like, he can do whatever he wants now. He's a very scary character. He is a scary character, but the cop tells Jimmy, and the only reason he was able to frame him is because Jimmy left his glove there. Mm -hmm. Had Jimmy kept his shit with him, that would have never happened. Yep. Yeah. How, do you guys think he's gonna like stay in jail? Oh, that's predictions. Okay, that is predictions. I, somebody has to help him. Somebody has to help somebody. him. Somebody will help him. Um, but I think that's our episode, right? Yeah. Is there anything else that anyone wants oh, to discuss? Okay, so Dell hanging himself. Okay, okay yeah. Couldn't watch. Yes. But out of all people that could have saved, saved him? him, it was Desiree. She still did. Left that surprise him. anybody? It did sort of surprise me only because there is another man in her life, mm-hmm. which whom we met tonight. Oh, Theo Huxtable. Theo Huxtable. <laughs> but his his character Angus. name is... He had three names. Angus something. <laughs> he had three names. Angus T. Jefferson. See? There you three go. Three names. Um, <laughs> thank you for finding that. <laughs> uh and despite her having another beau, as she calls him, she does still love him. Which doesn't surprise me that she's still in love with him. I don't know. Did it surprise you that it she's It surprised me. I thought she was so over him. You know, but, you know still don't want together. him to die. Right? Yeah, that's true. Like, my ex-boyfriend of six years and I just had, like, a very nasty breakup. And, like, I want nothing to do with him. But I definitely don't want him to die. That's true. And if you walked in <laughs> on him hanging himself, he'd save him. Of course. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> She has a heart. (laughs) She spent a lot of time with this man. And I think probably the fact that she has someone new in her life and she's probably like happy and in a good place, Mm -hmm. she can look at Dell and feel sorry for him. 
because he's just so pathetic and such a mess right now. And she's, you know, sort of risen above. So I feel like she's like, I think let me help you out. That she knows more about Dell than she's letting on. I think she knows that he's gay. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly That's, what I'm yeah. getting at. Because in the very beginning, didn't we see that she would walk in on him and another guy? What didn't we see that? Mm-mm. That we was didn't... him with her. Him walking in on her oh, with another guy. Oh, okay. That's right. Um, but those were all gay men. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> things are a little tricky. And, I mean, she thought that she was part man and part woman. She just had a big clip. Right. That's Mm -hmm. all. That is all. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. It's not the first time we've seen one of those. (laughs) Lord. One night in China. (laughs) One night in Thailand. Look it up. Um... (laughs) All of our viewers now are going to be Googling. I'm in the middle of you two, like, what is happening? You're like, what is going on? I'll explain to you later. Earmuffs, earmuffs. Earmuffs. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything else from the episode that anyone wants to discuss? Um, nothing. So, I mean, we talked about Stanley mm-hmm. lying to the girls. Um, yeah. yeah. We've covered everything. I mean, that's everything. Let's jump into news and gossip, because there is some really yeah. interesting stuff happening out there. TV news. Hey, what do you Uh-oh. got? So Chrissy Metz, who plays Barbara Ama Wiggles, mm-hmm. uh, was um, just interviewed us weekly reported that she was scared out of her mind with the show. Mm. She had watched one, two, and three, I believe, through scared. her fingers. Oh, scared like that. Okay. Yeah, like blood and gut scares her. It really sticks to her with her um, but she had to convince herself you know the blood is fake I'm a part of the show now I'm not watching it I can do this but what scared her most was the conniving nature of the characters ah. and how they could be so evil instead of just like the blood and guts part of it so that right. really scared her I thought that was interesting to read it is very interesting where also, can people find that is that online that's on Us Weekly okay cool yep uh, just came out today and then um, we have news on the American Crime Story coming mm-hmm. out, which is their new series. Some cr- casting news. Yeah, the People vs. O.J. Simpson. They've cast Cuba Gooding Jr. as O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. And wow. then Marsha Clark, the attorney, is being played by Sarah, Sarah Paulson. Paulson, which I feel like she is going to do such a good job with that role. I And I too. see it already. She's going to be incredible. She's- um, I love her. Yeah, me too. But people are wondering and people are concerned that it's going to conflict with American Horror Story. But I don't think it's going to only because they're set to start filming really soon. Yeah. As in, like, January soon. Right. Yeah. They have time. They have time to, like, film that show and for her to still be able to do Freak Show. Yeah, I don't think story. they would ever jeopardize Sarah being in. Well, Sarah was not in season one, if you remember. No, she was. She was. She was. She was, she was a psychic. psychic. Oh my god, she told That came to Jessica Lange's house. Oh yes, but she had yeah. a very small role yeah. in season one. Corda? What was her name? Oh no, that was Kevin. That was Sorry. Kevin. Yeah, but yeah, I forget her name, but yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Well, it was so long ago. <laughs> it was a long time yeah. ago, and a lot has happened since yeah. then. Um, and Emma Roberts is joining... Scream, Scream Queens Queen. with um, Jodie Foster. Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> Who am I? It's okay. <laughs> Excuse it's my... Wait, so that's part of American Crime Story? No, oh, that's okay. a different show. What's it about? I have no idea. 
Interesting. It's a new yeah. show that's also coming out well, I love next Emma year. Roberts. I do too. I so do hopefully too. she'll be returning to American Horror Story, but I don't know if she will be able to. Ooh. So we'll have that to doesn't work for me. She's going to need to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully this is a filming schedules don't conflict. I hope so. Because, I mean, Gabourey had conflicting filming schedules, which is why she wasn't necessarily in this season this well, I think she's terrible yeah. anyways, so I'm happy that she wasn't in the season, because watching her in Coven was, like, like torturous. <laughs> I mean, she's she was so different. bad I enjoyed acting. it because she was different. <laughs> Whatever. I think she's terrible also. But Okay. Then, yeah. <laughs> but it was a different, you know, yeah. Yeah. different side. Totally. Which I enjoyed. Any other news and gossip? That's all I've got. That's all you've got. Okay, well, <laughs> I before we jump into predictions, I want to give our Freaks of the Week on Twitter, um, at Jan Van S. Thank you so much for all the artwork that you put out there and the predictions and things like that. It's great hearing from you, so keep that up. Um, and on YouTube, we had a whole bunch of interesting comments. Um, <laughs> really interesting comments. So thank you for those guys. Keep them up. Uh, Gino, I think Gino Schreiber was wondering if there was a connection between Dr. Oliver to Dr. Thredson in season two. Dr. Oliver is the psychologist from this season. Oh. Huh. Yeah. So people are out there. You guys are out there trying to connect the Piece seasons. Piece it together. Piece it together. And you know, I hadn't thought about it. I'm going to research this when I get home. Okay. Dr. Oliver. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but there are, I mean, there are a lot of other ones out there. I mean, David Coca said some really great stuff. Um, so look at those comments. And S. Slavin had some really interesting things. And Dennis Stevens on YouTube also had some really interesting things to talk about. So, I mean, thank you guys for your comments. It's really great to see you guys trying to, you know, piece things together mm-hmm. and sort of you know, finish the wheel. Yeah, I love your guys' input. It really kind of makes me think yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for that. Let's jump into predictions. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay. So I... <sighs> I'm sorry with you, Jelly. What are your predictions? My predictions? <laughs> um... Well, I don't know because it's like so many things happened. Like now that like Dandy and the cop are teamed up, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that, <clears throat> sorry, I have a feeling that now that Jimmy is in jail, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, I feel like D- it, Dandy is going to use that as an opportunity to somehow like take people down in the freak show and like <sighs> maybe like kidnap, kidnap uh, Ben and Dot back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because the fact, like we talked about earlier, where he was trying to, um, get Regina to get in the bathtub with him. He's sort of, like, reaching out, like, even with the cop, like, he wants, like, a partner in crime sort of thing, and I feel like he's feeling this, like, loneliness, so I feel like he's gonna really try to get them back. Well, he had a friend in Twisty, so now he has a friend in the cop. That's true. Mm-hmm. What about you, Pego? I think, um, something's gonna happen where Jimmy's gonna get out. He can't be in jail forever. Somebody's gonna vouch for him. Somebody's gonna... Break him out of jail. Something's going to happen. He's going to get out. Uh, Stanley, he still doesn't know that the twins ran away. No. So he's going to come back and, and be pissed. Yeah, be pissed and try to do something. Um, 
Well, in the preview, didn't it show Stanley was kind of the one trying to get Jimmy out of jail? He was talking to him. So maybe he realizes the twins ran away and he's like, the only person that can get them back is Jimmy. Maybe. And that's why he wants to get him out. Because there's no other reason why he would care if he's out. Mm -hmm. No. And then we see a little preview of of Pepper's... uh, Brother. Brother? Not doing well? Was he like in a deathbed or something? I don't know. And Pepper was kind of... He looked like he was dead. Okay, this is going to be my prediction. Okay, go ahead. So, since... I think there is going to be a lot more focus on Pepper next week. Um, because her brother's dead, I think this is where we're going to get her prequel story to yeah. Asylum. And then she's going to be blamed for the murders. So I think... <gasps> oh, and then and that's, that's how she, she ends up the in Asylum. Yes. Because the Asylum was for the criminally insane. Yeah. Oh. Oh, my gosh. So that's my prediction. Pepper. But I think... That there is going to be another death. Many, probably. With Next week, though, in the freak show, and I'm going to predict Ima. <gasps> oh, so soon? She because just got because here. Jimmy slept with her, you yeah. think? So he's Dandy's thinking like I'm just gonna off her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And she's Revenge like the most irrelevant character. Exactly. So we're like, bye. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, but true. Um, but that is our show. Where can everybody find you, lovely ladies? Um, my Twitter handle and Instagram is at Julie of Charsky. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Pegarad. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at you can call me Skip. So from everyone here from the Afterbuzz TV studios, we want to say thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 